Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And Dr. Dyer, how are you? I'm just fine, thank you. How are you doing today? I'm very good. And, you know, today we're going to do something a little bit different for the first part of the show. And I know know. you're really going to enjoy this because we'll be talking to one of your friends here. So, you know, last week you were talking about how you get so busy with people asking you to write forwards and wanting endorsements and that it's just Mm -hmm. impossible for you to accommodate everybody. Uh, Although in the case of the person we're bringing on today, you made a special point to do the forward for her book. And uh, our guest that's going to join us for a little while today is Pamela McDonald. She's the author of the book, The Perfect Gene Diet. And, you know, Dr. Dyer was reading the the forward this morning, and it's just uh, so heartfelt. I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your experience with Pamela and The Perfect Gene Diet. I certainly can. Um, about a year, year and a half ago or so, I, um, I had gone to the doctor just for sort of a, a physical, I uh, wasn't feeling quite up. I very, very rarely go to a doctor. In fact, this was the first time I'd ever gone to uh, a doctor here, this, let alone this doctor. And uh, he took some blood and um, he uh, uh, had me come back. And then when I got back uh, th- that day, it was in, I think it was in June, um, he n- notified me that I uh, uh, had uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, uh, which was very, very shocking to me. Um, I just th- I thought leukemia was something that other people get. Uh, you know, cancer is, is, isn't something that's a part of my life. Uh, and I was uh, a bit in shock, and I kind of went into a meditation, and I drove home and uh, didn't quite know what that meant, what was involved. And that day, sitting outside my... Uh, my home uh, where I live uh, on Kanapali Beach on, on Maui, where I stay sometimes. Um, actually, my home is in Florida, but uh, uh, this is a place that I've been staying at and writing and so on, um, was this this lady um, and her friend Kim. And um, they had actually come uh, uh, to Maui and wanted to meet with me and were just out there hoping that they would run into me. Um, uh, on the basis of uh, having, uh, she's a nurse practitioner and she'd been using my work, uh, the books like uh, The Power of Intention and so on, to um, uh, work in harmony or in, in, in allegiance with the kind of work that she was doing, which was uh, teaching people uh, about their genetic uh, blueprints and how their uh, dietary habits and, uh, and life habits uh, affect uh, certain people with certain gen- genetic uh, uh, blueprint. And... Um, she didn't think any more about it than that, and she started talking to me, and uh, and before I knew it, I just blurted out to her, I said, well, uh, today I found out that I have uh, I have leukemia, and I was just going to go for a walk, and I really just kind of wanted to be alone, and she said, well, that must be the reason why we came, and she um, she does, well, she'll tell you what she does, uh, She but uh, she had written a book and, and self-published it years ago, didn't tell me about this for about six months later. And um, and I and she sent it to me after we got to know each other. And she took my blood and she ran it through and checked out my genetic uh, ba- background and, and exactly what kind of uh, uh, genes I had and, and began to uh, uh, program for me and design for me a, a way of eating um, uh, that would uh, literally change everything about my uh, about my makeup. And it was. Uh, something that uh, I absolutely needed to do. And then I found out that her work, that where she works in uh, in California, Northern California, she has a whole practice on teaching people 
how to uh, uh, design a uh, an eating program, particularly, and an exercise program, and a, and a mental health program, that uh, that is consistent with uh, whatever it is that they inherited from their parents genetically, uh, and it's different for everyone. And then I began to realize that. Uh, that, that things like Alzheimer's disease and things like uh, uh, diabetes and, and some of these uh, major sort of chronic diseases now that are showing up more and more in our culture, uh, a lot of them are related to uh, what kind of gene patterns we have and what kinds of uh, uh, how we behave uh, within, within our life. And so she changed my diet around completely, and I followed that diet. Not only did I take off uh, an unwanted 23 pounds or so, but um, I, I, I never felt better in my life. And the last test that I had, uh, the last blood test that I had with an oncologist uh, showed that the, the two of the eight markers for, uh, for leukemia uh, are back to normal. And uh, it says all over the Internet when you look up CLL that this is an incurable disease. And, um, and Pam, has, she has lectured with Dr. Andrew Weil, who's an old friend of mine in Arizona, um, she's a brilliant woman. Uh, she has been. She has a huge practice, but she now has a book that I think is going to really transform some of the statistics uh, that we're beginning to see out there, particularly related to heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, uh, cancer, and so on. That uh, she's a person who really believes that those things can be changed and has had remarkable changes. So she's she wrote a book. I looked at it. I, I gave it to Louise Hay. I said I'd really like to have this book published, and uh, they loved it. And I said I would like to fo write the forward to it and tell what an impact that she has made. I had her speak with the with me at the um, at the Chopra Center down in uh, in uh, California, in Southern California, and at a talk I gave uh, last week in in California. Uh, in Los Angeles at the Santa Monica Convention Center, and uh, we had 500 of her of her book there, and every single one of them were gone. And uh, I think that she's going to make a huge impact. Those of you out there who have ever had any kind of physical kinds of things, particularly some of these diseases uh, like Alzheimer's, heart disease, uh, diabetes, and so on, and, and so many others, um, that you don't have to be uh, assigned a uh, uh, a, f a fatal kind of uh, you know, outcome uh, on the basis of what the medical community has had. This is a woman who's, who's written a book that shows you that when you find out what your genetic makeup is and what that blueprint is and you alter your diet to conform to that, that you can really change things around. So that's my long way of introducing Pam. Pam, are you on the phone? <laughs> Let's bring uh, Pam on because the information is just incredible in this book. Hi, Pam. You're Hi. on with Dr. Dyer. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was a great introduction. Thanks, Wayne. Um, oh, you're very welcome. Um, so it, it, it's, tell, it's tell us, yeah, I'm going to interview you, but we don't really need to interview. We're very good friends. We talk yeah. all the time. Uh, and I, I, I always call you my doctor, even though you're, you know, although you do, you are able to write prescriptions and so on. I mean, you have a, a very strong medical background, medical degree, and a medical practice. But why don't you tell the people a little bit about what is happening out there, what, uh, how they can benefit from it, and maybe we can take a few questions and devote the first part of the show to uh, The Perfect Gene Diet. It's a book that's coming out on 10-10-10 at 10-10 a.m., uh, and I'm going to be speaking at a, at, a, at a meeting here at the uh, Four Seasons uh, at 10-10 on 10-10 uh, to bring this book out uh, uh, here on Maui. Uh, tell us, tell the world, and tell the people listening out there what, uh, how, how they can be impacted by, and how they can change some of these things that they've heard about their their, their medical diagnoses. 
Right. Um, well, I think it starts really with the, with the system that we have right now. Um, when a patient goes into a, a medical practice or you know a, a, an urgent care or a medical office, they are going into a system that only basically has two tools: um, pills and surgery. And those are the the tools that are given to the patient. What I um, have been trained in uh, is that that system, the allopathic world of medicine. But I have also been trained in something called integrative medicine. And integrative medicine is a healing-oriented medicine that takes account of the whole person, the mind, body, and the spirit, including all aspects of that person's lifestyle. And it really emphasizes the therapeutic relationship with with the patient, where you go in and you are not a, a dummy, as a patient, and, and, the, and the provider is the expert, there are two experts in the room. So this new medicine that is, has come onto the, to, into the world of medicine now is, I think, is going to be so much more effective at treating disease instead of band-aiding disease. And so what I did is I had an experience of my own um, with um, a family member where I saw the power of looking at a person's genetic blueprint and, and, and looking at the person's family history and saying, what do we know in the past has happened to this person? Let's take, for example, heart disease. Um, you know, heart disease, 80% of it is a genetic. And if you're not looking at the genetic piece of it, then you're missing a huge piece. You know, typically in a, uh, in a physician's office or even in a nurse practitioner's office, you will see a screening cholesterol test done, which looks at just the basics. But really, which was done for me. Which was historically can, done for yeah, you, we, right? Because I had and I had heart disease and a minor heart attack uh, in the year two thousand. And when I told you about that, uh, and you looked at the new test that you're about to describe, which goes inside of the the typical lipid panel. Um, you found that there was something, and you said to me, this is your LAD, uh, your lower anterior descending, and she said, genetically, um, you are in danger in the LAD. And I said, well, that's where I had a, a 99% blockage and had to have a stent put in. It was the only place I had any blockage, and that was purely genetic. Isn't that what you told me? Right. Well, we found out the reason why you had heart disease, and mm-hmm. it was not found on a screening costal test. Right. And having a chance to chat with your cardiologist was like a, a very, very good thing because your question is, why do I have this? Why do I have this mm. heart disease? Why did this blockage show up? Why did the artery become full of this inflammation? And we figured out and the genetic component, and we saw on an advanced cholesterol test where we look at the genetic piece, why you had this in the first place. And it, it just all then all of the answers show up and you then got an answer of why why did this inflammation develop once you know what the answer is of why you got this then you have a chance to truly change it from the cellular level and, and how do you ch- and how do you change it Pam? what kinds of things do you do once you find this out and in the book it's explained all of this is thoroughly explained there are different numbers like you can be a 1 1 a 2 2 a 2 3 a 3 3 a 3, right. three 4 and so on but uh, you you take the blood you uh, you go into these advanced uh, tests you find out uh, you you flew to uh, to california to be there with me and show me exactly what i had and right. said from now on this is how you are to eat and um, uh, because I'm what is called a 3-3, three, three, 
Um, you put me on a, uh, do, do, you know, you have to eat at least every three hours. You have to, you can never go on a low-fat diet. Why is it that I can't go on a low-fat diet, which I had been on and couldn't believe why I could get heart disease? Right. Well, your body with a 3-3 transports fat and cholesterol very well. There is, it, it's not, doesn't have a broken gene. Now, there's three types of this APOE. There's the two, the three, and the four. Don't, don't worry about the numbers. But just uh, what I want you to hear is that the, the two transports fat very, very quickly in the body. The three transports it moderately, and the four, for some reason, the taxi is broken, and it doesn't transport it at all. So and what you, percentage of people listening are, would be in the four range? Would be in the four, four, a third of the population carries a gene that does not transport fat and cholesterol very well. And, and what does that mean to them in terms of uh, something like, say, Alzheimer's? People well, who have a... Right. So if you think about Alzheimer's disease or heart disease, both of those diseases, um, they are inflammatory diseases. So if you eat an inflammatory diet and you cannot transport this inflammation or these inflammatory foods out of your body, you're going to create inflammation inside your, your arteries, inside your joints, inside your stomach, inside your heart, inside your brain. And so you're going to express an inflammatory disease. And, that's, and if you just step back and look at the the nutritional environment that we have in this country right now that is such a manipulated diet, we are seeing way more inflammatory diseases show up now when we've got this inflammatory diet or this manipulated diet than we've ever seen before. And and if a person uh, person decided to go off of that inflammatory diet, could they change, say, say things like heart disease? Could they even change the symptoms of, of Alzheimer's? Is that possible? Yes. I, I believe in my heart that this absolutely is a message that needs to get to the, the person who lives in your local uh, village or town or city. You need to know that the body knows how to heal itself if it's given a chance. But if you're eating animal protein three times a day and you're an APOE 4-4 that cannot clear it out of the system, you're going to express a disease. So finding out how your body uses fuel is so important. And this is the gene that transports fat and cholesterol. It's a very foundational gene, and we cannot ignore it. And that's why we renamed this book. Originally, when you self-published this book, which is a very thorough and and, and mind-boggling book on the work that you had done into it, when I showed it to Louise, she had never seen a, a such a, a well researched and a well written self self published book. Uh, we changed it from what was the title originally? The APOE gene diet or something? Yes. What was? Yeah, the yeah. APOE gene yeah. diet, and that was the yeah. gene. But it's it's a little tough to understand what that means. Right. It's just so a, I said that's not a good title. We're not yes. going to have it. We're going to call this the perfect gene diet, meaning that once you find out what uh, your genetic blueprint is, what you can do with a simple little blood test, uh, once you find that out, begin to change your diet, which is all explained in the book. The two things, one is uh, statistically, um, and Pam knows these statistics, what they are, but there's a certain percentage of you out there, it's between 30 and 40% of you, that are in that what's called that four range, which you'll never find out unless you do this uh, blood test, which means that um, if you have people in your family who are suffering from some of these chronic diseases, particularly it interests me, this whole business with Alzheimer's and so on, that so many people just think that this is just a, a, a... like uh, now a death sentence uh, for people and that they're just going to lose uh, contact with uh, with reality and so on. That 
there's a huge nutritional component. And if you were to find out what that is and begin to alter your diet so that you can eat the kinds of foods that will help you to reduce this inflammation and to process uh, you know, it out of your body in a certain way, that, and that's, that's like 40% of you out there listening. There's several hundred thousand of you listening out there right now, which means uh, maybe 50,000, 60,000 of you um, uh, have uh, this, uh, you know, this genetic blueprint. And if you began to just change your diet, and it's, it's actually not a difficult thing to do. It's quite simple. And I want to say if you were to look at Pamela McDonald, who, do, who has done this herself and knows what she is and what she can do and what she can eat, I mean, she's 50 years old and she looks like she's 35. And, uh, and, and is sharp and strong and beautiful and, uh, and you know, immensely committed to what she's doing. It's to, to such a degree that I believe so strongly, there's only been a few people, uh, you know, like Immaculate Ilabagiza. Many of you have heard me talk about her and her experience in Rwanda. I had her at my speeches. Well, I've invited Pam uh, for the rest of this year to attend any of the talks that I have and speak to the people. Uh, and when she does, she speaks with such great knowledge. Um, that, um, you know, you'll want to at least take a look at and, and say, okay, I'm going to get this blood test. I'm going to find out what it is that, uh, you know, what, what genetics I am, you know, inherited from my parents. And, uh, and I'm going to eat consistent with that. That's, so those are the two things I wanted to say, that when I speak in New York, uh, when I speak in Washington, I don't know what Pam's schedule is going to be, but I've invited her to, uh, to come for the, for the four or five that I have this year. Vancouver is another um, and uh, and make a presentation, a 10 or 15 minute presentation, and and she wows the audience when she does. Okay, so that's what I wanted to say. Well, I'm excited to get into the book and find out more about it. My father had Alzheimer's, and um, my mother passed away from cancer. So there's, you know, things in my own background that I'm I'm interested in finding out a little bit more of, and how this diet can help me. So oh, Pam, let's see if we can take a yeah. you have calls there. We sure do. We've got a couple of people asking some uh, specific questions okay. uh, for Pam that maybe she can help. So let's go to Courtney on line six. She's calling from Salt Lake City, Utah, and has a good question. And Courtney, welcome to the show. You're on today with Dr. Dyer and Pam McDonald. Hi. <laughs> I'm Hi. I'm in awe that I'm I'm talking to to you guys. So. Uh. Well, we're in awe that, you, that we, we can make this happen. I'm sitting here in Maui with just a thing in my ear talking to you in Colorado. So, Wayne, you you've helped me so much. You don't know, you know, you you've really helped me more than anybody um, over the past couple of years, and I just want to give you my appreciation. Oh well, thank you. God bless you, sweetheart. <laughs> um, my question is: My mom passed away when I was 15, and she had a simple surgery on her nose, um, and the antibiotics they gave her digest her. Um, it diseased her digestive system, and um, so my question is: Is did, do antibiotics? Did I mean can some can people be have problems with like yeast and antibiotics and different things with that with their body? Um, and can you change that with your eating? Pam, there you go, dear. Yeah, that, that that's a that's a that's a good question. And antibiotics, um, you know. There's many different types of antibiotics. Did she actually die from taking the antibiotic? Um, what it did, it was just, um, it, it really caused a lot of problems. And she already had stomach problems um, with her digestion. She already had problems with depression and, and yeast and, and different things like that. But I, I think we lived in a time where there wasn't, you know, we didn't, now things are more prebiotic and mm -hmm. good bacteria. And back then, I don't think, you know, 20 years ago, it wasn't as, and, you know, as big as it is now. Right. Well, and it sounds like, and I, you know, I'm just 
kind of, without taking a history and, and talking to him more in depth, um, it sounds like there were multiple system failures at multiple levels, and it may be that the antibiotic that they gave her kind of, if, if you think about the gut as a stream that has a flora or a certain chemistry in it, and when you add a very strong antibiotic that we're very familiar with taking you know, some people feel cheated if they don't get an antibiotic, if they go in for a cold. And you can change the flora of the gut, which can set off a whole nother lot of system, which puts the body out of balance. And so that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back for your mom. And she was not able to recover, especially if she, and I'm, I think I hear you say she had a, uh, a, a candida problem. Yeah, so, I, well, and I do. I, I do as well. I think that um, and I have problems with my digestion, and, and so I right. And and having problems with digestion is not normal. So yeah. why do you have disease within your digestion? Is it your diet? Taking a look and writing down what you eat every day for maybe five days would be the first step for you to do. Okay. And just get familiar with what you're eating, and and then you know I, I always tell people. The first thing you want to do is, do you want to change your diet? Can you change your diet? And do you know what you're eating? And most of us, when we do a diet log, we really do get an understanding. Oh, I didn't know I ate M&Ms at 3 o'clock every day, and I do it mindlessly. Um, you know, you, I think that's the first step for you to do, is to take a look at your diet. And then once you see what you eat, then you can change it. And if she were, uh, let's say she went and had the blood test that you talk, you know, where she could find out what her genetic blueprint, would it make sense, would, would, would the symptoms that she is uh, talking about with candida and with digestive difficulties and so on, would that shift on the basis of uh, whether she was a 3, 3, 3, 3, 4, 3, 2, 3, whatever? Would, 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 would there be different uh, approaches for her? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, mm. you've got candida, and that's not normal, and it usually comes along or it can come along with blood sugar problems. You know, if you're not eating enough good fats in your diet and you're internally feeding, you can set up a whole abnormal chemistry in your gut. So, well, I've shifted. I've shifted over to eating a lot of... Um, good stuff like avocado and fish oil and, and different things and, and trying to get the, the bread and things out of my diet but see my my history is I've had I've had multiple surgeries myself and from a very young four month old I've had I've been given tons of antibiotics and so I think that that's probably a big reason why I have issues now mm-hmm. right um, go go with a probiotic then um, you know work with your local doctor who is knowledgeable about probiotics and and get one that works for you. But I think really it's it, it finding out what your own genetic blueprint is is going to give you so much information. And then using the book to really put it into action for you um, is going to be extremely helpful. And it sounds like you've got a history of some chronic illness, maybe low-lying, but with your mom there were, there were other things going on, and you don't want to follow that pattern. You want to change it now because it sounds like you're a young person, You've got a lot of life to live. It's very interesting because Pam, when you uh, when you flew out to California with with my blood test results uh, and had got inside, I had normal cholesterol readings. I had normal this and that, but I had a what you said was the highest you had ever seen of something called little what is it little LP little A. It's a genetic um, LDL particle. It's a small LDL with a protein attached that that um, has a very high risk developing heart disease in that very specific place that you have and that 
yours is extremely high. And that's because the environment inside your body was not matching to your APOE mm-hmm. gene. And so one of the things that Pam did is uh, she she said, you have to, I had always thought, get rid of fats. Remember, there was a big fad, don't eat any fat, and then you won't get fat. And she said, your body could not process a diet like that. That that will be the worst thing that you could possibly do. You need to eat healthy, good fats at every single day. What you just mentioned, avocados, uh, you know, nuts, uh, you know, healthy kinds of things. Uh, that And so I eat an avocado every, every day. I eat peanut butter instead of, uh, you know, the uh, kinds of things that I used to put, peanut jelly and, and things like that. Uh, remove sugar from my diet, uh, basically, essentially, uh, almost completely. And the most amazing things have happened to me, including uh, markers for, uh, was, is it true that the last two, the last test that I had, the last blood test, I had two of the markers for leukemia. Have returned to normal. Yeah, and you, and your other ones are, are just slightly abnormal. Hmm. But uh, I mean, and, that's and un- everywhere it says, everywhere it says uh, on the internet about leukemia, about the leukemia that I have, that it's incurable. And um, I just think that perhaps I was given this uh, wonderful opportunity to have this, to introduce Pam to to our country and to get people to realize that there's no such thing as incurable, including things like Alzheimer's. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.